0: No bounding, damn baby, you make me grounded
1: Welcome to Conscious Living Radio 100.5 FM in Vancouver, Co-op Radio. I'm Tasha Sims. And I'm Mark Cron. And that was Rising Appalachia Novels of Acquaintance. So, good news, Mark. I've got a couple of pieces. Awesome. Two really short ones. They're both about entrepreneurs, which, uh, young ones, which I kind of like. So, one is about these two guys in Mexico, Adrian Lopez and Marte Cesares. They were, they finished school, they finished university, but they felt they were, I think they were in like the automotive field and they felt nothing was meaningful. They were concerned about the environment. So, they quit their jobs and decided to make an impact on the fashion world, creating vegan leather. And But from a new source, because I know that's existed in, in other forms, but lots of chemical dyes are used, and th- mm-hmm. it's not biodegradable, etc. So that what they did was go to the Nopal cactus, which is also the prickly pear cactus, and uh, began to make vegan leather. It's called Deser- Deserto. So we can look for that. It's biodegradable, it's organic, uh, processes in the sun, and uses far less water, no chemicals. They introduced it at a fashion festival in uh, Milan recently. Kind of cool. I think it's brilliant. It's very brilliant. And then my second piece, also two guys, two students in university, won a prize for creating a glove that makes sign language audible. I
2: saw that, too.
1: And I thought, how neat. Like, what they said was they... This, his, their names are uh, Navid, Azodi and Thomas Pryor, and uh, they invented this... They call it sign aloud gloves, which translates American Sign Language into speech or text. They said, Our purpose is to provide an easy-to-use bridge between native speakers of sign language and the rest of the world. They believe communication is a fundamental human right... Yeah, I think it's brilliant.
2: With the technology nowadays, all the VR and those gloves and the way they can do that, it only makes sense.
1: That's cool, right? That's really great. So, talking about fundamental human rights, it kind of brings us to tonight's topic—a
2: controversial one, at that.
1: Well, it, some. So, this movie—we're talking about a film and, and much, much more. But the film is called Vaxxed: The People's Truth, and it's the—it's two Vaxxed two. It's the sequel to Vaxxed: From Cover Up to Catastrophe, which was a documentary um, that had some evidence about the. Center for Disease Control and Prevention, a whistle whistleblower who actually admitted shredding evidence about the uh, measles, mumps, rubella vaccine um, and its correlation to autism and vaccine injury. That was the first one. And so the second film is out, uh, Vax 2, The People's Truth. And we just watched it. I, I mean, I was expecting controversial. I was not expecting to be so disturbed and emotionally moved. I think, regardless, this is an important conversation. It is a must-see. No matter what side of the fence you're on, I think this movie needs to be seen. It was directed by Brian Burroughs, who's a Canadian, produced by Robert Kennedy Jr., as well as Polly Tommy, who's our guest this evening. Polly Tommy is a film producer. She's an author, founding editor-in-chief of the world's preeminent autism magazine the autism file and co-founder of the autism media channel she's an outspoken autism advocate and founder of the not-for-profit autism trust in the UK and in the US she's never compromised on her position on telling the truth about vaccine injury And for 20 years, her mission has been warning parents about the documented side effects of vaccines. So it's in this film. We're going to talk more about it, but she started a vaxxed bus. She bought a bus, and it has traveled to over 50 cities documenting people's stories of vaccine injury, taping testimonials, people sharing um, about those that are living with their lifelong injuries, those who have died. And it's, it's so moving to see all these names on a bus. The injured children, their names are written over 9,400 handwritten names and still growing on this bus. So tonight we're going to explore this topic as well as hear about Polly's own story as the mother of Billy, whose vaccine injury was featured in the first film, Vaxxed, from cover-up to catastrophe. Welcome to the show, Polly. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, all I can say is, wow, like I said, I was expecting interesting. I was not expecting to be so blown away. I mean, it was disturbing and moving and the stories and how how much sharing, heartfelt sharing there was in the film was remarkable. So thank you for making that film.
3: Uh, I mean, I have to give the credit to Brian Burrows and Toby Tommy who actually did make it. Um, but but I, it was so, I've recorded so many stories Yep. that I just couldn't, I was too emotionally involved. I couldn't make a film about it. So these boys did it, and I, I think they did a fantastic job. And it's Canadian-born um, director, so Canada should be yeah. extremely proud.
1: Yeah. Can you tell us your own story and how you came to be an advocate for autism?
3: Yeah. So my son is uh, 24. He's about to, just about to turn 24 now. and. He's my second child, so I never questioned vaccines. In fact, on the morning that I took Billy at 13 months to get his MMR, the only vaccine he was having that day, because that's what the schedule was in those days, uh, a friend actually did warn me that there may be a problem with the MMR because she'd just heard you know, Andrew Wakefield talking about it. And I said to her, if there was a problem with this vaccine then my doctor would tell me, because Mm -hmm. that's what he does. He's got my interest at heart. And so I was very, very trusting in the white coat medical profession. I had no reason not to be. So Billy had the vaccine that morning, and by the evening, he had a really, really severe uh, convulsion seizure, and we took him into hospital. And It was actually the doctors that told us in the hospital, he's just having a common reaction. It's very, very common to have a seizure with the MMR showed us the insert where it says common reaction, seizures right there and they said he's going to be fine take some antibiotics I and mean, it all sounds ludicrous now and he'll be fine and he, he just never woke up from that state of unconsciousness really and, and, and just regressed and regressed into this autism-like state and he was actually diagnosed in those days as having symptoms like autism they didn't really give the autism diagnosis out like they do today because they didn't really know what they were dealing with but his symptoms were like and then of course he progressed as more and more people came forward with the same symptoms to oh this is just autism Mm -hmm. so we started talking to other parents about it and started to do radio and television shows in england about what had happened to billy and we suddenly realized the censorship coming where they would cut out the bit about the vaccine and just going to Billy's life with autism. And that, that made us mad mm-hmm. that the truth wasn't being told. And so from there on in, the last 20 years or 22 years, we have been, my husband and I, and I'm indeed now the whole family, really warning people of the real side effects all in the insert. All of these things these parents are telling us about are all documented in the insert. So the manufacturers of these vaccines are warning you themselves, but we don't read the inserts.
1: Right, and they, they have no liability. I think that's um, one of the points was, well, if it was completely safe, why would you have that clause of no liability, right? Exactly. And, and what makes
3: me, I'm not so mad at the manufacturers of the vaccines because, like I say, they, they've listed them there. I'm much more angry, and I am angry, with these pediatricians and these GPs. The first point of call that we go to with our precious babies or people we love so much, and indeed ourselves, to trust them, and they said, "Well, we didn't know." You know, you saw back 2 we we interviewed so many medical professionals, and they all say they had no training on vaccines. But it's your job to do to know. We're coming right. back to you saying we've having seizures, and you're not, you're putting the hand in our face, saying it's not the vaccines. Then you send our children for massively invasive tests that are completely unnecessary. They all come back with, "We don't know what's wrong with your child. Maybe it's psychological," and that's not good enough.
1: Right.
3: So I'm not giving them a pass anymore. Uh, I'm really coming down on them hard because our children's lives are in your hands.
1: Right. And so for you, the term vaccine injured and autism are essentially the same, that that you see or have heard stories of the same behavioral issues often appearing suddenly within days of being, or sometimes even hours of being vaccinated. Is that right? right?
3: Well, I mean, here's what I really do believe. I don't believe that autism is the correct term for our children they are vaccine injured. And so they deserve that label because that's what happened to them. And because they show symptoms that are on the spectrum, many of them, not all of them, they get lumped into that section. That That is the medical professional term for our children's vaccine injury because they can't call it vaccine injury. So I I do feel sorry for the, the people with autism that come to us and they say, look, we find it really upsetting what you're doing, Polly. You're, you're saying that this is an injury and and, and what they what they have is not the same as what my son had. my son can't will never live independently he can't drive a car or come and protest outside Vax to shouting we're autistic and we're amazing this is not the same condition and i think the medical professionals have confused mm. this and caused massive divide and you've got autism advocates screaming at us mm-hmm. that is saying that you know do you see what's happened and and we really need to go back to Saying, look, our children are injured by vaccines. Forget the word autism; it's irrelevant. Right. It's brain damage from
1: vaccines. Right. Okay. Before we dive into some more, more details, because this is um, such a uh, intense and and there's so much to say about it, I just want to give a little bit of a history of what happened with the film. So I know that it was accepted in the Tribeca Film Festival. It was endorsed by Robert De Niro, and then suddenly it was pulled. Can you? That's I the, mean, that must uh, so, yes. Yeah. That must have been a devastating <laughs> moment where it's like you think your story is going to get out there or the people's story and then all of a sudden their voices are being silenced. So how do you understand that before we move on to what happened next? How do you understand that, your film being pulled? How, well,
3: I mean, it was absolutely devastating because we were only told about it you know, a week or so before we were all prepared to go up there and, and, and be at this festival. Um And I was devastated on behalf of the parents because this was the first time we were going to have a film in a film festival where there were not as many parents as, as in fact two, but there were parents in there telling their stories. So for me, that was the most exciting thing and the most tragic thing when it was pulled. And of course, Andy Wakefield's director was devastated because this was his work pulled at the CDC. He needed that out as a scientist out there. So devastating all around. But in fact, in hindsight, it has to have been one of the most, amazing publicity moves. Um, The the other side really did mess up by doing that because it suddenly started trending. It got on all the news. Robert De Niro Mm -hmm. came out and said, you've got to watch this film. They were under immense pressure because, of course, their sponsorship was pharmaceutically uh, sponsored just by all the media and everything else that we are so censored from. It all goes follow the money train back to the pharmaceutical companies but in in, in the end it was the best thing that ever happened because if if we hadn't been thrown out of Tribeca we would have just been another DVD sitting on a shelf in a few of our followers' uh, houses. It wouldn't have gone anywhere like the many other films that have been made.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And with all the misinformation on this topic, all the myths that are out there, let's start with, I mean, I feel like you're you're in the middle of it. What is most important to clear up and communicate to our listeners? Well, the most important... <laughs> Uh, thing
3: that people need to know
1: and this is very, very important
3: whether you're pro-vaccine or not pro-vaccine. Okay, so first thing, I think all of us worldwide can agree, we don't want anybody to die. We don't want anyone to die of measles and we don't want anyone to die from the vaccine for, for measles. So let's all be on the same page for that. The next, the biggest myth of all is that vaccines are safe and effective. They are not safe and effective. Every single insert lists death, and encephalopathy, all the paralysis. Uh, all the things that these parents are saying that happen to their children are listed on the insert. So there's not conspiracy theory. It's there. Huh.
1: So and so you, that's, message, sorry, that's what sorry. you meant when you said people are just not reading them because you walk in, your doctor says get vaccinated. That's what you do. You don't read anything, right? You
3: have to do your own research now, and that's, uh, that's one of the most painful things that parents have to hear. You, I mean, what are we supposed to do, go and get a medical degree? No point because mm-hmm. they, haven't, they haven't done the risk. They don't get taught mm-hmm. about vaccines. Um, and so you have to ask for the insert, but you can't... They'll give you a piece of paper that's their insert. You have to get the insert out of the vial of that MMR or whatever vaccine you're about to have, and you have to take it home. You cannot do it there. It's very long. It's very small. You're going to need a, a micro little magnifying glass.
1: Yeah.
3: And then you're going to need to google every single word on that and thoroughly understand what is being put into yourself or your child and you will be horrified anyone who does that research in their right mind is not going to want that in themselves with a beautiful precious baby
1: mm-hmm. sorry i interrupt you i kind of took you off flow there just because i wanted to get <coughs> that point in there could you you were talking about what you think is most important to understand and clear up
3: well, I think the, the the vaccine injury is real. I mean, mm-hmm. if you just got to look at the vaccine court. I mean, so much money has been given out, and you saw that, that. I know it's horrifying in vaccine, but we actually put a picture of a girl that died. It's a picture that the police uh, took of her when they found her. She won in court. There's no argument here. She had the Gardasil vaccine, and that picture is horrifying. You, you see the toxic death that she she died from um people need to know that you can die from a vaccine and people are dying from vaccines, and babies are dying so i think the biggest thing that everybody needs to know is these injuries are real (laughs) and even people need to think about this even if they say it's one in a million yes we're really sorry that one in a million people in this world have to take one for the team. It's just the way it is. I mean, as the CDC that the World Health Organization say that, uh, they all say that. It, no matter whether my bus has more than those numbers on, that, uh, on the side as it is. Why are the one in million, say my Billy, why are we being treated with such hatred for speaking out about our children being the one in a million? You've got to look at how nobody is listening to these vaccine injured parents. They're being shut down, they're being censored. they're being told they're crazy. If you even question a vaccine with your GP, I mean, I challenge you this if you're pro-vaccine listening. Go in and question the Gardasil. You will not have a friendly relationship with your doctor after you've even questioned it. You become labelled as an anti-vaxxer for even asking questions.
1: Mm-hmm. And that whole it, in the film, I had no idea. I mean, I, I felt quite ignorant around the HPV, and I, I know some teens that literally just got the vaccination. There was a very little conversation about side effects or anything else. And I, you know, I saw that and. and i mean the stories are so painful my question is is it necessary i mean they're giving it to boys why are they giving it to boys and well, what's the cervical whole point?
3: hpv vaccines for cervical cancer sorry do boys have cervix? no but what the cdc is saying now and this is printed and you go to their site and look at this they are telling parents that if the boys don't have the vaccine then they're penises would fall off. They are literally saying that. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't know any man whose penises fall off. Sorry, I have to just tell you the way it is. This is the way it is. This is what they're telling these parents now.
1: And doctors? Parents you're don't saying say doctors?
3: They're not thinking. Who's they're saying tell, this? The doctors are telling, the, the CDC are telling the doctors, this is the way you, tell, you prevent these parents that come in and question it. You tell them this.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And... Um, And these parents are buying it. I mean, we've had parents come on the bus telling us this. One of the worst things is the things that doctors, pediatricians and GPs say to the patients. They say this. So you've got the Gardasil HPV vaccine. They say to these girls, now, have you had anyone in your family die of cancer? Oh, your mummy died of cancer. Well, we don't want you to die of cancer. So if you have this vaccine, you won't. Right. There has never been a documented case of anyone not having cancer because they had the HPV Gardasil vaccine. And they're able to get away with these things because they're white coat doctors and we all bow down to them. I used to, I get it. Mm-hmm. I used to be a pro-vaccine person, so I do get it. Mm-hmm. But you've got to think about what they're saying to you with these vaccines. that if you don't have this vaccine, this is going to happen to you. It's simply not true and they're allowed to get away with it because you can't see them.
1: And I know they're also saying, I just looked this up because then I started to research after seeing the film, that um, kids, boys and girls, 11 to 12, um, might get two doses of the HPV vaccine. But if it's given earlier, now there's a push, start at nine years old, um, because then it'll only be one dose. If you wait till they're 15, it might even be three that they need. So it's this... um, I mean, it's kind of crazy to think that there could be side effects of this that aren't even being discussed. I think, you know, I'm pro-choice on all levels if you've got the information. But it feels like what's happening here is not only are people not getting the information, there's a reaction. And, And as we all know, we do Conscious Living Radio here, we question reactions in ourselves and others and go, what is going on here? What is this big backlash that's going on and,
3: and you have and you have to remember when I went in with my son for that MMR vaccine I did have a choice
1: mm-hmm.
3: I just didn't know I, that that there could be a, a problem with it I had no idea that my child could have a seizure or even die or or have any of these complications we're hearing so pro-choice is great I had it but what we need is fully informed consent as in you do you know that these things are going to ha- could happen to your child if you have the vaccine. Because if you told me my child could have a seizure, it's on the common side effects. there's no way I would have put that in my child.
2: Right. Well, and I think the one thing that you said very specifically in terms of you know having a choice, you don't have a choice if you don't have accurate information. And, and it's getting the accurate information to not just the, the parents, but even the doctors. Because I, I was surprised to see how much little knowledge that the doctors had in terms of the vaccines. terms of their training and everything else in regards to that
3: yes I agree with that and I think it's really sad I think everybody agrees that every the people who go to train as a medic to become a doctor they want to do good they want to help our children but they get so brainwashed in these medical schools and I was shocked to find out that Big Pharma sponsors these medical schools
2: No surprise there,
3: really. Well, I mean, I just couldn't believe it when I found that out. And I, so, so if you look at it all and the, and the money train again behind it all, it becomes, I have to tell you this, that since we've been out on this bus, I, the education that I have had in the last four years has blown me away, bigger than anything else. Any conference that I've been to, or traveling around the world, learning about autism and vaccine injury, these parents are are coming to the bus to tell their story for one reason only and that is to warn the other people because it's so painful that you have this beautiful child that was developing beautifully and then they're either dead or mm-hmm. they are brain injured like my child paralyzed from the waist down or having severe life threatening allergies and they all they want to do is say please please do your research because this happened to us and they get ridiculed and pushed down Beaten up on social media, it's 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 really humbling to see how these parents are just desperate to warn each other, other
1: people. Mm-hmm. And,
3: and I just and, and can't emphasise enough that these are good people that put up with a lot.
1: And the medical uh, community, as we saw in the film, there are doctors, nurses, um, starting to talk about what they're witnessing, whether it's in the ER or in their own practice. Maybe you can just tell us a bit more about that.
3: Yeah, I mean, we couldn't believe. The medical professionals that came to the bus. I mean, on many occasions we were in tears because these are professors at universities, are top, top medical professionals coming to the bus and saying, We have to tell the truth. We have to tell you what we see. We're, we're not afraid to do it. But we may lose our medical licenses. One doctor, Dr. Moss, put on a suit to come on the bus and I said, You don't need to wear a suit. And he said, Yes, I do. Because if I'm going to be fired tomorrow, I want to go out in style. Wow. Yeah. And it was these people are so brave. And but they're doing the right thing because who can sleep at night when they know that these vaccines, every doctor, I don't believe that there's a doctor on this earth that doesn't know that there is catastrophic injury from vaccines. How can
1: you? You can see the injury everywhere as you just walk down the street. And yet they're vaccinating their own children well yes
3: some are vaccinating their own children for sure that's a very good point i mean i guess clearly some don't know but i I just can't see how they don't know when they can see their patients coming back saying my child Mm -hmm. has a seizure my child has vision and are they even i don't know some some doctors tell me that they never vaccinated their own but they have huge medical bills to pay off from when they were training as a doctor and they needed the money many many saying that they've developed a lifestyle that they just can't leave. they've got their children in college, maybe when their children come out of college they'll come out and say but for now they need their job. Mm-hmm. that's not good
2: enough was one thing that also kind of shocked me as well that when they were um, one of the women were talking about when she had lost her child and then the next day the legal system, the police, they're at their door vilifying the parents after having lost their child <sighs> like as if they had done something wrong and I could, like, I just, I was feeling that moment and it was just really impactful, mm-hmm. you know, so. It's every
3: just- single um, baby that died following a vaccine that they labeled said, every single story, the police came to the house,
4: mm-hmm.
3: or escorted them home from hospital because they have to see that the parent didn't shake the baby to, uh, to death or whatever it may be, or investigate where the baby was sleeping because it can't be the vaccine is what they're saying. Can't be. Vaccines don't kill, but yes, it's labelled on the insert that they, that vaccines
1: can cause death. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess one of the points that um, pro-vaccinators make is around herd immunity. And I wonder if we can touch on that. I'll just define it for our listeners. Um, It's basically a form of indirect, they say, indirect protection from infectious disease that occurs when a large percentage of a population has become immune to an infection, providing a measure of protection for individuals who are not immune. So um, like with the eradication of smallpox. And I'm just wondering what your thoughts are on that.
3: Like, okay, it doesn't make sense. And I, and for ages, I had to really think about this. And it really hit me when they were saying, well, you know, in California, you can't go to school unless you're fully vaccinated um, on the schedule that you need for school. And, and all the parents like, yes, don't come near my child if your child's not vaccinated at school. Yet the child walks out of school and goes into the nearest supermarket where pretty sure none of those cashiers or anybody else working in there, those adults, are anywhere near up-to-date on their vaccines. You have to think about it. it doesn't even make sense and also if your a child is vaccinated they tell you so when they told me that billy was having the mmr then billy will never get measles mumps or rubella I was told him will never get deaf or all those other things they tell you will happen if you have the mmr but they never told me that unless everybody in my village or wherever i lived was vaccinated it wasn't going to work it's just a new concept herd immunity was not around when billy was a 13-month-old baby so it's a new thing they've brought up. And in my mind, they're bringing it in because the vaccines don't work. I have a, I have a, we've an adopted 50-year-old uh, man with autism here who's had four MMRs over his life. Uh-huh. And he's recently just had mumps. How does that make sense?
1: Right. Well, we've got to take a short break. We're going to come back and and one of the things I'd like to talk more about what's happening with the film where our listeners can view it and um also what we can do to keep this conversation going and open and in terms of scientific studies like it sounds like we need more and it needs to be transparent so we'll be back after uh, a short break here and uh, we're speaking with Polly Tomy on Conscious Living Radio 100.5 FM in Vancouver
4: by the waters edge the current running swift she said down for a minute trying to catch her breath and she said why am i so alone why are we all so alone the floods came and divided us long ago nobody knew how to swim stranded on islands of their own she said i will no longer cling to the shore of isolation anymore she just jumped on in the current, pulled and twisted, knocked on rocks and flipped and lifted, rolling through the rapids. feel like drowning, headed found and like around it. Starting to flow, starting to flow, drifting with the current, learning not to control. There's no way out, but there's a way in. There's no way out, but there's a way in. With the shores of her homeland drifting out of sight, she had never seen the constellations burning so bright. New islands coming up over the horizon. Find surprisingly not frightening. Heart and mind filled with excitement. Spirits rising, spirits rising. All of the people rush down to the shore. And they said, cool if this child is not afraid anymore. Oh, please come teach us, come and save us. Free us from all that enslaves us. Show us how you learn to do this. Please, oh, master, help us through this. Oh, she just smiled and she said, my friend. I would not try to pretend that this is some kind of miracle But I know where to begin You just got to jump in You just got to jump in There's no way out, but there's a way in There's no way out, but there's a way inside And sometimes you'll find yourself adrift And sometimes you'll be adrift and find yourself. because
1: Wookie Foot on Conscious Living Radio, 100.5 FM in Vancouver, Co-op Radio. I'm Tasha Sims. And I'm Mark Cron. And we're speaking with Polly Tommy about vaccinations and um, her film, Vax 2, the People's Re- Reality. Sorry, didn't tell <laughs> truth, us.
3: Truth, truth, truth.
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, so what I loved also in the film is when you kind of switched gears and went, hey, let's talk about the kids that are unvaccinated Mm -hmm. let's take a look at how they're thriving or what's going on with them i mean if this if it's such a horrible thing to not get a vaccination how are these kids doing so can you share a bit about what you saw there
3: yes i mean that was interesting because they the unvaccinated kept coming to the bus even as soon as we set out and i couldn't understand why they were there i mean we, we had lines and lines of people with injury uh, I and mean, it's lovely to see them but i just didn't really know why they were there and it was only the second leg that i said to to, to brian Burroughs, i said you know i think we need to look at these unvaccinated families and just see what they're like i mean do they have autism do they have all these conditions so we invited them in to to tell their story as well and it just blew us away i mean the most interesting stories were: they've so got same mother, same father. They have a child. The first child they vaccinated has autism, or, or one of the conditions we see. The second child they decide to let's not give them so many. Let's do a delayed schedule, and that child's still going down with many, many, many injuries. So they go on to have more children, just they were done with these vaccines, and that is a real. Vaxxed, unvaxed study people. I mean, I cannot tell you enough how if you really want to do your research, go and speak to the families that vaccinated and then stop. Same parents, same environment, only different is the vaccine because you will not believe what we've seen. It is... It is so phenomenal that we'll make Vax 3 is going to be the people's truth, Vax, and Vax, and it's going to concentrate solely on those families so everyone can see what we saw. It's incredible.
1: Mm -hmm. And there isn't a study, though, or or anything that compares vaccinated kids with unvaccinated kids at the moment, or is there? there? There
3: are some studies. I mean, most of them don't get published, or they get published and get taken down straight away. But the interesting thing about that, which is what made us go and speak to these families, is I was listening to someone reading out the results of, of uh, New Zealand's vax vax study. And still, the unvaccinated were, they were wildly better, but they still weren't what we were seeing on the road. Uh, and I, and we, we got back on the road and we really, really investigated, talking to these parents, taking their history down, which, by the way, is how a, a, a medical study, is, a scientific study is done from the history of parents. So we're doing exactly the same thing. Um, and what we realise is the vitamin K or vitamin K they call it vitamin K here in America we call it vitamin K in England um, but that, that in, at birth is a major player, and it's not counted in the vax studies because it's not classed as a vaccine but the children who did not have that vitamin or vitamin K were way healthier than hmm. the ones that did so the unvaxxed that had vitamin K at birth are still sick now, I'm just telling you what we're reporting. Everyone has to do their own research on that. Go and see what is that vitamin, vitamin K at birth. Check it out, parents. You need to do that because I was horrified to discover how much injury was happening from that.
1: So what kind of study would you like to see? What, what, um, And why is it happening or is there something we can do to help it happen?
3: Well, there are many, many scientists desperately trying to do these studies. And there's actually many organizations that... That are, that are going into uh, GP surgeries where the GPs are, are logging down exactly what we're doing, if you like, but just through the medical records. Um, but again, they're not taking the vitamin, vitamin K into consideration. Mm-hmm. So I honestly think that we, the people, are doing the most clean scientific study. Uh, so I, I, my suggestion to parents is to follow us. And we're hoping that from all these stories, that are proper scientific study will be done where it's not pharmaceutically funded please because the ones that are all have the same result there's no connection between autism and vaccines or any injury in vaccines vaccines are safe and effective Is right. the result of the pharmaceutical studies
2: right. so where's the money in the vaccines who's making the money and what's are, are doctors getting paid for their you know person is, is What's happening there in the business
3: side? In different countries, there's apparently a different system, but yes, for sure. So the English uh, GPs tell us that they get bonuses. So they get bonuses for incentives for having a certain amount, percentage of the surgery that's vaccinated. Um, here, they get money per person so if a certain amount of vaccine they get a huge bonus and it adds up and many doctors telling us over here that they rely on that bonus because their lifestyle relies on it and again college funds or holidays so without a doubt uh, there uh, are bonuses for vaccinating you mean when you
1: because, when you say here sorry. do you mean the states or canada or both
3: oh sorry the states right um i don't know about uh, Canada, but I will tell you this uh, the bus is coming into Canada in May the bus is driving through your border and into Canada.
2: Are you coming to Vancouver?
3: Yeah, I, I, so if you follow back to com Canadian groups are amazing and they are organizing I mean, I've never seen such a powerful group of warrior parents ever and and, and they are they are going to be releasing soon where there's going to be a big health freedom rally for the People's Truth, and the bus is coming into Canada for that in May.
1: So we'll give that website Mm -hmm. again. It's also going to be on our website, which is ConsciousLivingRadio.org. But let's finish with the doctors, because I don't believe it is legal in Canada for a doctor to accept financial incentives um, to do anything with their patients, to be directed in any way. Um, And having said that, there are subtle perks that do occur and i do know that firsthand all kinds of perks and they are silly things but there are kind of there's a quite a, a an inter- interesting relationship i saw between fellow or friend doctors who um and the drug reps and it would be you know wined and dined and hockey mm-hmm. games and whatever all it is um so it's perks but it's not legally you it can't happen here So what they called in the radio business back in the day payola Payola that's right yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know enough about the Canada si- system, but uh, Canadian system. But I do, I will investigate that. And when we come into Canada, we'll be doing stories there. And I can tell you this: they'll be the same stories here, England, and all the other countries that we've travelled to. It's the same everywhere.
2: Mm-hmm. So I do have one question in regards to one thing that we saw was, you know, the the children who were damaged, and then we had the kids who had never been vaccinated, and they were healthier than most people are, around. Was there anybody who came in who were all vaccinated and completely healthy, no health issues, and, and you know, a good story of that history? Did you see any you know,
3: I get asked that question a lot. No, not to the bus. We are looking... If you are completely healthy and you're completely vaccinated, please come to the bus because your story is as important as the one for the injured. We want to hear everything to try and work uh-huh. this all out. But no, I mean, even eczema and asthma and constipation and gut issues we are not seeing that in the total unvaccinated you know, vaccine-free children they do not have these issues wow that's what we're seeing All i can tell you what we're seeing i know it sounds dramatic but it's the truth and you can follow us because what happens is i go live with every story so that the world can see it at the same time as me so i'm not editing it not mm-hmm. making it up mm-hmm. we literally go live at the same time so you can all see what I'm saying. You can learn like I'm learning.
2: I love that.
1: That's and the ingredients that we're concerned about, we can maybe just touch on a few of them. So I, I understand mercury, aluminum, formaldehyde, these are things that um, they say trace amounts, it's okay. But th- those are things I understand are also in vaccines, correct?
3: Correct. And and there's, uh, there is no, no doubt in, in some of these vaccines, uh, aborted fetal fragments. So you again, if you go to the insert, you will see that on there. There is it, it's horrific. If you're a vegan, you really need to look at the ingredients in these vaccines because there are great many animal parts. The new vaccine for flu is grown on canine kidneys. Canine kidneys in that vaccine. They're taking out the chick embryo, so now it's canine kidneys. This is not even conspiracy theorists. It's listed in the new flu vaccine. Insert so, even on that alone, if you're vegan, please see what you're putting into yourself because you will not want that in you.
1: Okay, I've kind of stopped breathing there for a moment. Canines, where are <laughs> they getting the canines? <laughs> like it's like I'm going to go into into shock Yeah, a I mean, you can just Google it, uh,
3: canine canine um, uh, kidneys in the flu vaccine will <sighs> come straight up. 2020 flu vaccine canine kidneys. Google it right now. You'll see it. It's horrific.
1: Hi. Okay, so.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, See, that's what I'm talking about. People don't know. I didn't know, and I get it. Mm -hmm. But when you start delving into it, you will never come back from it. You'll be horrified.
1: Well, I already felt horrified just, you know, cracking this open. And I find my, found myself already three times talking to three different people. And in the middle of the conversation, my brain is going, Tasha, shut up. Because I can see they're getting upset and hostiles if they think I'm telling them what to do. And I probably said three or four times, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying maybe you want to look at some information. <laughs> and the reaction was, and, and so just stay with me for a sec, because I felt that there was... Somewhere hidden in there. I mean, I'm a psychotherapist. I look deeper, perhaps, than the average person. But I felt like a guilt almost. It's as if, collectively, we don't want to look at this. Because if we did, I've got one kid vaccinated. I don't want to look at the fact that I possibly said yes to an injury. or And, and none of that is conscious. But I'm just looking at the pushback I get to even have that conversation today. Um, it was defensive.
2: I had one of those today. I right. just had a conversation with someone I, I work with regularly, and it was, I was just kind of sharing what our show was about.
1: Today. And there's pushback. And
2: it became our conversation literally all day.
1: So, Polly, how do you see that? Do you have a thought on that as well?
3: Yes. So guilt is what we all live with. with the, those of us that vaccinate, of course we do. I mean, I, I if I didn't vaccinate my child, up, he wouldn't be brain damaged today. And every single parent sits on that bus. We cry buckets. bucket. Um, but did we intentionally mean to hurt our children? Absolutely not. We thought we were protecting them. We thought we were doing the right thing. So to any parent who, I get it. I really do get it. Uh, but just think about this. We, what we have to do right now is move on to what is the real truth behind this? Is it, am I telling the truth? Is, are there all these hundreds of thousands of parents around the world telling the truth, look into it and investigate for yourself. And as I said before, go into these black and backs families and the guilt will go because what you're doing is you're protecting the future because we cannot carry on injuring the future generations like we are because I don't know what the future's going to look like with all these severely injured, not just physically, but mentally injured as well, people that were pushing into the future. So we've got to get rid of that guilt. We've got to stand firm and we've got to tell the truth, and we'll get this fixed. Nature will put itself right eventually. It's going to take some time, and yes, there's going to be some injuries because we've taken away our natural immunity. Mm -hmm. But we have to start putting it right. So the most important thing you can do is not live with guilt, live with what are we going to do about it.
1: Get Mm -hmm. proactive. Do you think there's a correlation with all the autoimmune? um, It's so on the rise. Do you think there's a correlation here too? A hundred percent, because again... I go back
3: to the vaccine free children and we are not seeing any of the things that we're seeing in the injury. We're not seeing I've only I've interviewed generations and generations of unvaxxed families and I've only found two cases of cancer in, and they were both heavily huge heavy heavily smokers. I am not finding rheumatoid arthritis. I'm not finding histories of the disease that we are seeing right now in in my generation because of vaccines so i i I know it sounds crazy but please go and investigate yourself just do your own work and go and speak to these families they're all out there particularly in the chiropractic community go speak to some chiropractors they don't vaccinate and they're so healthy
1: right and this whole idea that the science is settled so people who are um uh, wanting to censor this film or saying the science is settled. Maybe you could comment on that statement.
3: I mean, again, I say to the people, please think about what that means. I mean, culture science is not settled. Science is never settled. Just look okay. at the history of science. lidomide, uh, you know, x-rays while you're being pregnant. I mean, it goes on and on and on of all these things we were told are, are great and safe and all the injuries. Don't forget the past of the science is settled. Um, it, it's not about... The parents need to stop again bowing down to these white coats, saying the signs. If you've got a PhD in anything, that you are the almighty. Mm -hmm. This is your child, your family, you're in charge, not the government or the medical professionals. Get on that computer. You're going to have to get. It's been kind of bought out by Big Pharma, but you have to keep going, and you will find the truth. And go and speak to families. The families are out there trying to tell you the truth. So the science is not settled because the people say it's not and we believe the science when we vaccinated our children right. and the results are
1: catastrophic so let's tell people where they can see the film i think it's available for rental and streaming on the website yes and the website is could you give us that
3: so the website uh, and if you sign up we'll tell you when we're coming to canada um is back to.com and then if you have roku which i know that a lot of Canadians do because I've spoken yes. to them
2: I've got uh, we have
3: a channel called Peeps TV P-E-E-P-S TV that we set up that's not censored and we're streaming we're going to be streaming on that and are streaming already many of the videos and films made that were banned and taken down and censored so if you really want to go and see some really good videos of, of the truth out there go over to Roku can, and, can we, uh,
1: and can we see the first film as well on there the first not,
3: because that's actually owned. Even though we made it, it's actually owned by someone else. Uh, so, no. But I think
1: it's pretty much pirated. So you will be all right.
2: All right. So we. So there. Is it, but it is available to see the first one somewhere.
1: Well, online you can yeah. find just about anything. But again, uh, just.
2: <laughs> well, for those who don't pirate things, I'm just you know where would they? I'm find only
1: it? joking about the pirating oh. on
2: YouTube. <laughs> I,
3: I don't really know where it is. We've tried so hard to get hold of our, our first film. And put it on the roku channel we will get there eventually i promise but for now you're just going to have to find it where you can Mm -hmm. um there's many people with dvds in fact if you go to vax2.com we have dvds of the first film so you can get a dvd if you're still someone that has a dvd player
1: right (laughs) there's that there's the caveat um and vax 2 is with uh the roman numeral as opposed to the number two right yeah. Vax to yeah. the people's truth. And, and
3: never hashtag vax too because you'll just get censored and takedown. Never ever go there with that. Mm. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. Try, try and fire we, we can't even do that. Don't hashtag Vax. You won't get
2: anywhere. Oh, wow. Well, and, and that tells yeah. me something too. And that censorship comes up like that. There, there's a reason why that's happening. Yeah. Even though we don't necessarily know. So
1: we've got a minute or two left, Polly, and I just want you to land in your heart and um, talking to people out there, our listeners who are maybe on the fence, maybe they're just you know they're inspired enough to go, okay, I'm going to do some more research. This is important. You're an intelligent woman. You don't sound like you know, like you're crazy. You're you're real and authentic. But if you could just land in your heart for a sec, what would you say to all the people listening? What's most important, your wish for them and and how you might, what do you want to express?
3: I don't want anybody to experience the pain that I and my family and, and the millions around the world have experienced through vaccine injury. We don't want that to happen to you. In Vax 1 and Vax 2, I have never made a cent personally, so please know this is not a money thing. I am literally doing this because I never want you to experience it. You have a beautiful, healthy child when it's born. You hold it in your arms. We want that to stay healthy for the rest of that child's life. So please listen to us. We're just parents shouting out to you to say, please do your research. Go and speak to the parents. Do your own research online. Try and move away from Big Pharma because they have invested interest in this. And just think, think, think because I didn't think. And, and, and look at my poor son now. He will have to have lifelong care forever. And that affects not only him, but, but his siblings and the whole family around. So out of love, I say to you, please do your research, Please.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And read that insert. The fact that, that there's information there that people aren't even reading, right? Well, it comes, like, yeah. I would imagine, what the doctor's going to have all that. Is that so you'd
3: have to
1: ask the doctor, right?
3: And most doctors don't want to give it to you. If you, go, if you walk into a pharmacy, and you, you know, when they're vaccinating the pharmacy, or wherever it is in Canada, you get your vaccines, they don't want to give it <laughs> to you. And if they give you a one piece pa- uh, A4 piece of paper, that's not the real insert. It's huge. Ask for it, to, and you are within your right to take it home and research it. They will tell you that you have to get it now, and they'll tell you all sorts of ghastly things will happen to you and your child if you don't. Stand your ground, this is your child. You are in charge, not them.
1: Wow, so legally they have to give that to you for you request it, and so does your doctor. Yes? They will kick
3: up and say, "Oh, well, I'm so sorry, we can't give you that insert until you've had the vaccine because we have to open the package and we don't want to open the package. They'll just say all sorts of crazy stuff, but please know your rights.
1: Right. Wow well it's been a pleasure having you on the show thank you for bringing this very important topic to our listeners and I look forward maybe we'll meet you when you come I'll come out to the bus for sure when you're uh, in Vancouver and
2: yeah and if you do come to Vancouver definitely reach out to us again so that we can we'll do know, another do interview. follow up and yeah. we'll, we'll get some publicity out there because I think you know exactly what you're saying is do your research get the facts make your own decision based on having the right information for you Yeah, you know it's that, that's no. really what it's well, about.
3: Thank you both for actually covering the subject. Most media won't, and really, really appreciate you just at least hearing us out of, of parents.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, Polly, thanks so much. You've been listening to Conscious Living Radio 100.5 FM in Vancouver. I'm Tasha Sims.
2: And I'm Mark Cron.
1: Catch you next Wednesday.
0: About what you got? Look inside, draw the surface curtain You can be certain, my friends, we got a lot And everyone's got their own stories of sorrows and glories We can laugh and we can cry We play out these lives And one day this body will die And I may never know exactly what you go through I may never know just exactly what you go through there's one thing one thing i'll always share with you i'll share with you i'll share with you yes you are I may never know exactly what you go through. I may never know just exactly what you go through. But there's one thing, one thing I'll always share with you. I'll share with you. I'll share with you. Yeah. The true mystery is in everything and time doesn't really mean anything from love we